Oh. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Pub Week podcast. First of all, I'd just like to thank everyone for support on the first episode. Uh, we've already reached over 100 followers on the Twitter account, uh, which is at Pub Week on Twitter, if you'd like to follow, uh, which is fantastic growth considering we've only done one episode so far. Uh, I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and if you listened to episode one, you may remember that we promised new voices every episode. So, of course, taking this only one episode to break this promise, as I am once again joined by Aaron McIntosh and Reese McKay, as well as Joe McTaggart. How are we doing, guys? Not bad, guys. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. Not great. Oh, let's be honest. Let's not pretend we haven't been speaking to her for the last five minutes. <laughs> and let's get right. Yeah, but <laughs> we've just got to start fresh, haven't we? Just got to start fresh. Uh, <laughs> And we've got loads to go over in a relatively short amount of time mm. for what we've got. So let's quickly go in the cup final. Mm-hmm. Uh, St Johnston beating Hibs 1-0. It wasn't the greatest game. No. I, no. I think that's an understatement, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it was hardly a, a Green and Martin game. But <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't the most exciting. But there were, there were some highlights uh, First of all, no, no, we had Jackson Arden for, for a chance, a good save from Santa mm. Clark. Uh, Forgot about that. N- not much, and uh, not much happened. Then came uh, St Johnson's goal, uh, where Callum Booth tackles to win the ball mm. back. Breaks ah, yeah, David good, that, was, that was really good play that from Callum Booth. I was quite impressed. Yep. Mm. Breaks to uh, breaks to David Wallerspoon, who sends Gorgish back to Cyprus. Gets a ball <laughs> in. <laughs> Get, gets a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Rooney is clearly angry he's not been including the Scotland squad and makes it 1-0 <laughs> quite right quite right I know he should, he should right. feel hard done by <laughs> well I think we podcast we wouldn't have I don't think any of us said we were taking them in the first day <laughs> did anybody have uh, Sean Rooney Dennis first goal scorer by the way um, especially with the time I, I, as wouldn't, well. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have bet against it no, I wouldn't have bet against it, but I didn't have I mean, it on that. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have predicted him to score in the same minute as he did in the League Cup. That's why I was literally about to mention. That, that was you would, have, you'd, you'd have yeah. good odds in, in the, the exact bet. same minute as he did in Sorry. the League Cup final. You'd have had good odds with the bookies for that, and somebody's <laughs> probably a very rich man who's listened to the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure some bloke from. Madrid has got Sean Rooney to score against Hibs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've just won thirty grand, <laughs> neighbor. Okay. Uh, but after the goal, Hibs never really turned up. No, it seemed like no. you're expecting a response. Nothing really happened. The front three, the front three uh, of Martin Boyle, Kevin Nisbet and Christian Zoyge were absolutely silenced throughout the game, mm. which is down to St Johnston's shape down to the game. That, that did worry me, though. Sorry, sorry for coming in, but I mean, Nisbet is one of our strikers going to the Euros, and considering how quiet he was, and no offence to St Johnston, but we're going to be facing defences better than that. If Nisbet's not doing anything, then you've got to wonder if he's worth taking. Uh, it's a difficult one, isn't anyway. No, I don't. I think he'll be... Because uh, we obviously talked about Nisbet, um, the three of us, last week. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think he'll be starting. He might make a couple of substitute appearances. Yeah. He yeah. might, you know, if we need a goal, he's somebody but, who can be a bit of a presence up front. I mean, um, I, don't, I, think, I don't think we should worry too much from a Scotland point of view about this. Uh, he scored. I think he's the second highest scorer in the Premiership last uh, or this yeah. season. So I mean, I I saw him a fair few times at Dunfermline last season, and I, I and he was a really good goal scorer. Mm. And I, I do think he's a better player than Shanklin, to be honest. Yeah. But um, and I'm getting and I'm I'm ready for the stick I'm going to get. But 
I still think that we would have been better taking Griffiths. Uh, if not, really, that I do. Oh no, I do. I do doubt Griffiths' ability. That's why. But, I, I I can get that, but if you, I mean, Aaron's just said, and McIntosh has said that Nisbet's a player that would that might make a few substitution appearances at the Euros. If you're bringing Nisbet on to get a couple of goals, I would bet more money on Griffiths getting those goals in those positions than Nisbet. Yeah, but it's an attitude problem. I know, yeah, I know. That's I know. my problem with Griffiths because he's been unfit pretty much yeah. all season. He's had a, yeah. he's, he's had two lockdowns as well. Let's not forget he's had two lockdowns, and yeah. I know these have um, you know some problems off the pitch as well. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, and I'm not one to talk any, any negativity on that. But mm-hmm. you know, for no, his, no, his performances he might, he on might, the pitch, he, he can he does not warrant a position. He, he, in that he might he might not be in the right state of mind. I know no. completely what you're meaning, but. I don't know. I, I just thought it might have been worth a gamble. It was Celtic's biggest season in ages and a Euro's coming up. You reckon he would have been bursting his gut to try to get mm. fit? I, I, I think he's. I think Kennedy's made a mistake not playing him and playing Edward instead because mm. Griffiths actually might... Well, I, I know there's strong rumours that he'll be away, but he's more likely to be at Celtic than Edward is next mm. season. And I don't really see the point... I, I know we weren't talking about Celtic just there, but I mean, Ed, Edwards isn't going to beat Celtic this season. It, it would have been as well playing a Yeti or Griffiths. And the same goes for so many positions where just prepare for next season instead of just mm. playing the same old players every week. That that will be no use for next season. Like Ayer as well. I mean, as much as I like Ayer, he's, he's going to be away. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I mean, I'd argue... Kendi gave Griffiths more a shot than a Jetty or even Kamal when he was still here. Yeah. Um I remember that game against Falkirk, he was just he was dying. Oh, 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 I forgot about that. that <laughs> was, it, you'd get a better first touch off a fucking bus than Griffiths that game. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that game, you know. Oh yeah. Man, it was honking. But anyway, uh let's move off Griffiths I, and yeah. and perhaps the the only thing we got right in our first episode, we we all said that Ryan Porteous perhaps wasn't the player it was made mm. out to be. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he made a, a big error. Uh, well, even I think it was was a Chris Kane that went through on goal. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris, uh, Kane, who yeah. gets brought down for a penalty. He gets dro- brought down for a penalty. Uh, mm-hmm. well, so, uh, not worse, but um, Milton steps up, uh, but mm. Macy saves. He makes a double save. I mean, that's a terrible penalty. Save. It's a terrible, it's a terrible yeah. penalty. I don't think oh, the penalty is. Um, that's why I, I mean that was straight at him. Eh? I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. But he still has to save it. But at the same time, you know, I think that penalty is. But it's right at Kane, and it comes back, so he should be doing better. Mm. That's my point of view. Though. I mean, I'm yeah, not, yeah, no, I'm not I, a striker, I, so I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not good. I I think Kane just wanted to make good contact with the ball and get it on target because I think. I think I, yeah. I think from if I remember, if I remember right, I mean if I remember right, I haven't seen that part of it back. But I think um, the keeper was on the ground. I mean the chances. Mm. I, I I mean I if I was the striker again, I'm not a striker, but I would have thought, okay, the keeper's on the ground. If I hit it low and on target, I've probably got a decent chance of it going in. Yeah, but I think that was more just a reaction one. You know, the ball just fell yeah. to him. And he just had to hit it first time. We had. Yeah, it. yeah, it was instinct. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, yeah. though, that, I mean, the goalkeeper has the man of the match for me. 
Yeah, I, I remember when they signed him, and I was thinking, bloody hell, that's a good signing. I mean, I remember Arsenal. I remember when he signed him. I remember when he signed him. I mean, his height was all over. The, I mean, yeah. it was all over it, twice. Is he not six six or six seven? Six seven, and, and yeah. you can hear uh, six seven every game he plays. The commentator mentioned he's six seven. By the way, I think it. I, think I, I deb- didn't know that. I think his debut was against Celtic, and he had, he, had, he was just. I mean, Celtic were dire as always this season, but he's yeah, like. He he was um he was just all he was just saving everything until Turnbull's mm. free kick. Honestly, I mean I, I actually felt bad for Marciano as well because I've always rated him as a goalie. I've always highly rated him as well. I thought he was but, one um, of the yeah. better ones in the Premier League. Yeah, so did I. So so I was surprised to see him get replaced. But I I haven't looked into that situation. But it sounds like there's some special circumstances there. Mm. Yeah, but he is leaving though. away now. He's away now. Yeah. I would, I would have thought that that would have been the perfect like fair way. I know that they didn't win, but yeah, surely yeah, yeah. The, you would want your last game to be in a cup final. I mean, it's it's more fun for Hibs to lose a final than win, yeah. isn't it? Well, I mean, who's surprised by that one? Hibs being Hibs, they're always going <laughs> to lose a cup final. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hibs in it as always, eh? Yep. And, to, and just in the later stage of the game, Martin Boyle goes down the box, a blatant dive, which, yeah. which Boyle's been known for, yes. and I, I yeah. really rate him. He's, and, a, very, he's uh, a very good player, Boyle. Which imagine personally, I yeah, I think if that release clause of uh, half a million, I think was rumoured, is real, I think like, for yeah. the person, they'll need to give that a go. It's yeah, no yeah absolutely. But, um, the diamonds, oh, the it was... but I mean, every player's got their downfall. I mean, even Scott Sinclair was the same. I mind a couple of times, even when he was at his prime, he'd go down really easily. I think there was one against Hearts, if I remember right. And I was just thinking, like, Scott, as good a player you are, I mean, if you cut it out, you'd be an even better player. Like you're not gaining anything from it. Like the rest know what you're doing. Hmm. Like it's, it's just not worth it. I don't think it's just it, it really really grinds me. But that oh, was uh, one of the yep. worst ones I've seen for a while. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yep. So see, Johnston left the trophy. I suppose with relative ease, Hibs never troubled them, as you yeah. said. Nah. I think. Go ahead. I think it showed from that again was Jack Ross is tactically inept and changing stuff he's got one plan and if it doesn't work mm. they're useless and nullified there's a lot of Hibs fans are really upset uh, with Jack Ross uh, not because of you know these tactics or anything like that it's because he doesn't say sorry to the fans I don't know if you've seen all this no I haven't seen that he doesn't say he doesn't apologise to the fans he praises you know he's, he said even afterwards on the cup final uh, I'd like to thank my, you know, my players for a great effort uh, backroom staff uh, but he didn't say sorry to the fans for um, quite what was for me a, probably one of the worst performances yeah. you will see in a cup final. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's it's just pathetic for me that he's not done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I watched. Um, I I know we're going to touch on it later, but I watched back the interviews from the Kelly game last night, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think the board came out about an hour later saying, look, we're really sorry for everything. And I looked at the comments on that YouTube video and I think, obviously it's come out, so there was only like five comments. But it says, um, <laughs> I know all, all five said, kill it till I die, I'll be renewing my season ticket. I would like to see, I would like to ask Hibs fans, and if there's Hibs fans listening, are you, if Jack, would, would your thoughts on the game have been different if Jack Cross had apologised or does it not really have an mm. impact? You know what I mean? 
I think Hibs yeah. deserved to lose straight away yeah. as yes. soon as Jack Ross came out and didn't wear a suit. That really <laughs> triggered oh, me. <laughs> yeah. At least he looked smart, though. I mean, At least Neil Lennon wore a suit. No, but I, I mean, did you see um, who, who's the living manager? Martindale. Martindale, yeah. I mean, w- whenever he's at hand and he just wears his tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to play up to this hard man act, but it just <laughs> the tracksuit just terrified me. I can't imagine. Nor do I want to imagine Martindale in a suit. So that's <laughs> it, 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 the only time he's worn a suit in his life is his day in court. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. All right. Well, just to move on from the game. Mm. Yeah. Game. You think maybe Twitter will be uplifted a, a team no one ever expected <laughs> to win the to win the double. Maybe Twitter will really come round. Not turned even more assessment with the calm debate. One manager of the year, of course. Mm. Manager of the year was decided for whatever reason before the cup final. Yeah, that was just a, a, a it was just a deal. What's the word? I don't understand. Just yeah. so we don't sound like a bunch of bitter Celtic fans. Gerard did well with the league this year, but yeah. to, what what other country and what other league would you see manager of the year announced before the season's finished? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've just got. I, I mean, I've been thinking about this ever since Gerard's won the league, and I had a big rant as soon as it was announced. But Gerard, is it three or four years Gerard's been at Rangers now? Yeah. Three seasons. Three this seasons. Season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. After three years, he's won one domestic trophy out of nine. Is that right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the famous was his Taken over from was it Warburton? No, it was um, Pedro Casinha. So, well, well, te- well, technically, Marty was the yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, he was Cushinia. never really. Yeah, he's taken so over yeah. from Casinha. That's uh, no, I mean, Casinha didn't do brilliantly. I mean, I don't even know if Rangers. Well, that's an understatement. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if they finished second under him. But um, and then and you compare that to Cam Davidson, who's come in to take over from Tommy Wright who, and Tommy Wright did exceptional at St Johnson. I think we can all yeah. agree on that like he did a really good job and he did leave like a really high legacy behind him and for Cam Davidson to come in and raise the stakes even more and he's won two of the three trophies at St Johnson and he's on track well I think they're guaranteed European football now yeah yeah and I mean, that, before but yeah that, that is just sensational and he's already won even more silverware than Gerard. I mean <laughs> Reese has already said this. I'm honestly not a salty Celtic fan. Like, fair play to Jared. Like, they've run riot in the league. But if you compare where St. Johnson were predicted to finish looking at the budget, they've outperformed that significantly. For me, it's the turnaround because I think they were bottom at Christmas. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and, one. I remember I've got a few Saints friends and they were saying, oh, this is going to be a transitional year for us. Like, as long as we mm. stay up, I'll be happy. And then it got to, was it November? And they were bottom. Like quite, I don't quite, think they won in a while by a decent think, bit, and they're thinking, "Oh yeah. no, this is going to be a disaster. We're going down." And for and then they finished fifth and won two, won two, two trophies. Two, I mean, that's two, sensational. And I have to, you have to remember, this is his first job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, before this was his assistant at Dunfermline. No, I think he's been, he's been all over the place. He was yeah, at, yeah. In yeah. Dunstan for a while, he was at Dunfermline. He was assistant so, at Millwall last year. Yeah, he was at Millwall last year. Ago. Twelve months ago, sensational. Yeah. Well, th- I went back like this. The way that Saint Johnson defense performs as well. Like if they get an okay draw in that Europa League playoff, you know, it's they could be in the grip stage of that. As, mm. as long as they don't get like Leicester or West Ham. Uh, yeah. Just to 
just to bump in, I don't think they're in the Europa League playoff. I think I thought it was the playoff. No, yeah. because I think it was something to do with uh, the UEFA changed the rules last minute. Oh, of course, oh. team finish somewhere, uh, which moves St George to the Europa League third round. Which if oh, they yeah. lose, does that mean they've got two rounds to play? Playoff. They've got yeah. two playoff games to go. Um, so, down to get to the groups. <sighs> right. Okay. But I mean, oh, that means they're not guaranteed Europe then. Like gr- groups. Well, they're yeah. guaranteed at least one yeah, game, no. or, you know, one tie. Yeah. Well, two because yeah. if they lose the yeah. Europa, they go into conference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 I keep forgetting about the conference. So, but yeah. um, no, I know. I sorry. I just assumed that if they lost the playoff, they'd go into the conference group stage. Well, yeah, that's what I didn't know. But yeah, yeah, I think I, I don't. I don't think you could compare both the jobs. Jared's done a great job at Rangers this season. David, David. I don't think actually Davidson would mind. He didn't win Manager of the Year. No, because uh, he's got those two trophies. No, no, I know. But I mean, and what what I'd state even more is, Cam Davidson had a sensational celebration at Hamden. Did, <laughs> did we see the Did we see the floor slide? The the the, yeah. the big dive. Oh, it was I mean, sensational. I mean, that, that sensational. dive was better than Martin Boyle. I was going to say, I was going to touch on that. <laughs> I mean, Martin Boyle could take a look at that. That's how to do it. <laughs> it was the it was the him hitting. His head on the door that really got me. I'm very, <laughs> no, accident. No, I'm very no, accident prone. No, as yeah, soon no, as I seen that, no, I went, no. oh no. Everyone just had to look over that. It was like, that could have caused serious damage. <laughs> but... That could have brain injury. So. <laughs> to glorify Davidson a wee bit more, he made me look like quite the prick because at the start <laughs> of the season, I had to be like finishing 12. And <laughs> I cut double and got European <laughs> football. Is this something Where we is. can add to your track record, by the way, with all the stuff that you've said and predicted? I mean, last week you predicted about Nathan Patterson if you, if he scores a goal at the Euros. You're just oh, going to beat him more. It's, it's not going well for me, we'll say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just thought, after what Tommy Wright, Tommy Wright had done, um, mm. with St. Josh and I thought it was going to be a transitional period mm-hmm. and I wasn't also wasn't sure if St. Josh and mm. safety under Davison in his first season uh, of mm. course that worked out well with Tommy Wright going down which we'll talk about now yeah. um, so Dundee v Kelly uh, Dundee won 4-2 and I could get a 2-1 win at Rugby Park on the night mm. <sighs> again I didn't I only managed to watch the highlights yeah. can, I, can I go into a rant by the way just go now? Kelly is that those games, those Kelly performances, worst I think I've ever seen in yes. the playoffs. In yes. he, they're yep. probably the worst yeah. uh, of games in history. If I have I mean, no fight. And they only started really when we were uh, 2-0 down at Dane. So and even then, I thought, I mean, they don't need to get another goal because Dundee could. Still scoring at the three or four Danes, and yesterday I just thought they're gonna Kelly are gonna win this, no problem. Because I, at home. I thought I, I was thinking one nil and they'll win on pins. Well, that, that's what I was thinking that Kelly would win maybe two or three, yeah, but no desire uh, from the start. And Dundee going to a two goal lead after 15 minutes, and that just sums up everything. Um, that's bad at Kilmarnock right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it. It, it, it does speak volumes of Tommy Wright can't save you as well. Mm. Because yeah. I, I know he's, uh, I think it's only been three or four months that he's yeah, been in. The but, scene, it? It, yeah, but I mean, I, I, when they brought him in, I was thinking, right, okay, Tommy Wright, he was a man to save them. And I thought, 
I mean, it, it was actually shameful from, I, I, I think it was Chris Boyd blaming that Italian guy. He was oh, saying, the old manager, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was even before the guy, it was even before Alex Dyer. And um, mm. he was saying, oh, th- this is all his fault. When he when he got the sack, they were fifth place. Yeah, they were fifth place just outside Europe. Being that, 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 that is shocking. On it, it really is. Um, but it's I not also so much that it wasn't even this season he was in charge. I don't really see what the... was even. It, it, it wasn't even relevant. Yeah, he was gone by the start of the season last season, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't get to Chris Boyd rant, though, do we? I mean, we could do a whole show on. All right, we're going in. <laughs> I've not got in right now, but that's a definite topic for a, a future show. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I also think as much as it was chaotic goalkeeping for that penalty incident, I don't think it was a penalty. Yeah, the, the one that Kelly got yesterday. Um, yeah. That's yeah. a difficult one, isn't it? There was no contact. It didn't actually show on the highlights I've watched. I just, oh, did you yeah, see it? Uh, I think it was Rory McKenzie that got brought down. Well, quote unquote, brought down because the keeper did come out and it was chaotic. I mean, I, I don't know what the keeper was thinking. And if McKenzie actually just stayed where he was, he probably would have won it legitimately. Hmm. But he just went down like a sack of potatoes about three seconds before the keeper came at him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it doesn't matter now. I mean, they're down and Lafferty does what I hate that he does and scores. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't stand Kyle Lafferty, but he always seems to score. So, yeah, yeah, it was. Max uh, tweeted after the game. Uh, a reporter asking Tommy Wright, "Is it fair to call Kamarka one oh, man yes. team?" Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was brilliant. Lafferty and whoever the fuck the other guys are. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was well, brilliant. That I think summed up the latter half of the season quite nicely, actually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but to move on, yeah, to James McPick. Who... Oh, Don, Don, I was fuming. I was fuming. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a big fan. No, I'm a big fan. What? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, go on and say what you're going to say, Aaron, because I don't know if you're going to say the same thing as me. Oh, I'll just say, he came under a lot of scrutiny. I say the midway point of the season, because Dundee, with the budget they've got and the squad they've got, were mid table. Didn't mm-hmm. look where we were going to get playoffs, didn't seem to be heading anywhere. Where, and he went on a run for the last mm-hmm. half of the season. They were fucked unstoppable. Yeah. Finished from, I think, seventh So, um, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not trying to brown nose you, Aaron McIntosh, but I actually think <laughs> Wraith Rovers outperformed more than uh, Dundee did. I mean, Wraith Rovers just came up from League One and then they beat oh, six teams, seven teams to where they finished. I mean, that was sensational. Hmm. But um, the reason I'm not a Mick Peak fan, as Aaron said, I actually liked him until about five minutes after the game finished. And then he says, um, I'm actually quite glad we're playing on Astro. I might get, get put in at Dens myself. Um. <laughs> and I was thinking, the only reason I wanted you to win was to get rid of the plastic yeah. pitch. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, we play quite well on plastic pitch. I'm going to get it put in or something. They, quite, don't, they do. don't you even think about it. They, they do, really. They only lost us. Uh, they lost 3-1 to us. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying yeah. to remember when. Yeah, it was yeah. March, uh, March, April time. That's the only defeat on an AstroTurf pitch. Um, no. So no. All, those talk, all the talk about Kilmarnock having an AstroTurf pitch before the game, just completely irrelevant because uh, Dundee played more games on an AstroTurf pitch than... Some yeah. of the Premiership teams have done this season, so 
There's I, no I, advantage for Kilmarnock. I, I, I know you're supporting a team in the Championship right now and the rest of us are in the Prem. So how are you feeling about having two more plastic pitches? I, I'm the... all for plastic pitches. Uh, I, yeah. I've, spoke, I've spoken about this to many people before. I, generally, well, see if... It's a difficult one, though, isn't it? Because some people really don't like it. The one that we've got at Starks Park is, for me, top of the range. Right. It's top of the range. We spent... Now, I'm trying to remember how much we spent. It was something like £500,000 to a million pounds on it. Wow. And it's top of the range. It's a UEFA class. That's a lot of money. I mean, if there's any English folk watching this, they'll think, that's just peas. But that's a lot of money. Well, it's a club for our size. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a But it's it's also, I mean, our chairman, or uh, um, the guy who owns the entire club, he also owns the stadium. So it's Mm -hmm. two different. So Starts Park Properties and... Uh, race mm-hmm. rover so that's so he owns two different things um so yeah he's invested a lot of it onto the pitch and it's we're now starting to see um it come back because we've played rugby games at starts park right. we've played multiple football teams um we've got a mental health charity that's just coming this week mm-hmm. who's going to be using the pitch. good 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 no i i, I, also, I understand how you have I mean, I think there must have been a time when it was the Scottish Cup, uh, when that was about to get suspended. Two games got played at Starts Park on the same day. So is that right? That, yeah, two games got played at Starts Park the same day. Um, so that just shows you the benefit, especially one of our ones. I mean, I don't um, know about Romanix, for example. Well, what I remember about well, I don't remember about Starts Park, but I've been told um, Starts Park actually used to have one of the best grass pitches in the Prem. <laughs> but um, they got it changed for Astro just purely for financial reasons. I, like, I would like, I would like to see whoever said that is lying. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I think like the you used to go to every part thinking a nice pitch and a nice pie. <laughs> but, um, but now, honestly, like you just think it's miserable. Well, I'm, I, I'm saying you think it. Obviously, you don't because no, you you might be for it. But I can see why teams have been doing it because yeah. they can rent it out and it does make a lot of sense financially. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason I, I just don't why. think that's how football should be played. I mean, I get it for teams like Rovers who are in the Championship and they're not as big financially and it's probably the only way they can survive. Mm-hmm. But I think once you're in the Premiership, it, you've got to choose it as a step up in, in quality and you've got to choose that you've got to help everyone play at the same level. Mm. And yep. um, I, I, I can see both sides of it, but I think it's 11, well, for now it's 11 to 1. I think it's time for Olivia to give in and just get, <laughs> get grass. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh... When I started this podcast, I was not expecting a five-minute debate on astral pitches. But Sorry, I've been rambling on. But, um... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's fine. Uh, so the last thing I want to talk about uh, regarding Kelly is uh, about an hour before we started recording, uh, news came out that Tommy Wright will be staying with Kilmarnock yes. in the championship, mm-hmm. which actually surprised me. I thought he was going to fill the Sam Allardyce role and just go to it. Whatever. He signed a th- three-year deal, didn't he, to start with? Uh I'm not sure. I'm, I'm I thought it was 2023, but it might be wrong. I don't um, know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But they've promised him the same playing and uh, same playing and wage budget, which mm. I think that it will make but, him favourites. They, they said that. In, I watched. I've already said I watched a couple of interviews back after the game, and um, there was someone from the board on areas, and um, he was saying, um, or sorry, it was a lady that was saying. Um, 
we won't be downsizing in any terms financially. I was thinking, how the hell are you going to survive that? I mean, don't get me, yep. I mean, let alone you've just got relegated into a league where you won't have Celtic and Rangers fans come in. So that's a lot of money left on its own. But you've mm. also just been through a whole bloody global pandemic. Yeah. Know. It's going to be a very tasty championship overall, though. I, yeah, I, I was, I'm buzzing for it. I, I mean, yeah, I thought it would be better than um, last season's championship. And I love this season's championship. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. Um, it'll be good, though, because I've, I've been looking at the potential fixtures for next season and I've got five derbies that I'm wanting to tick off. There's mm. an Edinburgh derby, obviously a Glasgow derby, Fife derby, uh, Ayrshire derby, and uh, what, what have I missed? Dundee? Dundee yeah, derby, yeah. Dundee derby. So, um, no, there, there's a lot of games that I'm eager to watch either live or on the telly next season. Definitely. It's great for an advertised perspective because also right now, the SVFL doesn't have a sponsor, which is outrageous in itself. But <laughs> if if Neil Doncaster and the rest of the whoever it is, whoever's in charge, uh, can't negotiate an an advertiser, I mean, well, they mm-hmm. could inept. Let's be honest. The fact, the fact though, who would want to advertise the SPFL? You've got to really think about global brands. I think Scottish this is brands. I think this is a point that we reach out to Neil Doncaster and say we are we are available. <laughs> I mean, public podcast, yeah. we, we are open to negotiations. Yeah. Well, literally, the only people that sponsor Scottish football is the bookies and the alcohol. And the alcohol, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is quite, it's quite apt, to be honest. Yeah. Very but, stereotypical but, Scottish. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so, moving on. Um, Morton uh, free Airdrie now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morton fans are going to hate me, because I don't think I've ever said a nice thing about them. In the <laughs> podcast, I don't plan on saying anything nice about them this podcast. Well, Martin fans, I didn't watch your game. Uh, <laughs> did, did anybody? <laughs> I, I've seen, I've seen a thing. I've seen a Robbie Muirhead's goal. That that surprised me. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone's seen that. Virtual uh, um, fans there, a couple of fans there. When was the last time Martin oh, scored three goals? Anyway, I think, I think they had full capacity. Did they not? I'm not. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that, that went over my head. <laughs> right, um, we're gonna lose every more yeah, That's why I was oh, just oh, all, all, all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Martin and Kamarnock fans are never gonna watch an episode. Oh, that's fine. That's only something like point five percent. I mean, is that a bad thing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm I'm bullying everyone. <laughs> Moving on, swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh City v Dumbarton. Dumbarton staying up. Didn't watch this either. I'm sorry. I'm a, a terrible host, I know, but there's so much football this week. Oh, there's been so much. It's been brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah. With Jim Duffy. Going, I, I can't give any insight. I, I think it was three one at Dumbarton. It finished. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. But um, Aaron, I'm actually. Aaron, I'll help you out here because Jim Duffy's just left. Well, I'm saying just mm. left. It was a couple of days ago now. And I actually expected Barry Ferguson to take up that role. But rumour has it he's off to Aloha. Which I think is really weird. Yeah. I just, I don't see Aloha as a step up from Kelty. I just oh. don't. Well, I mean, they're two divisions up. Well, or no, one up. Yeah, one up. Kelty one is up. a Trojan club. You see where Cove Rangers are now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's built that Kelty squad. That's, I, I have a feeling they'll be taking a few players with him. 
yeah, that other well, squad I, I, I'm, a lot of work. I, I'm very doubtful yeah. about um, Kelty. Uh, sorry, a lot of players going from Kelty to Alloa, just because the wage budgets they're on it's quite astonishing. Yeah, they're on big wages at Kelty. Yeah, yeah. We two uh, say, let's say they maintain all their players, maintain their squad. I think it's going to be a situation where they blow away the league. They're a lot better than everyone else in the league. Um, they'll, they'll double bounce like Cove did. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Um, whether uh, to go to the championship like Cove did, I'm not sure. I don't but... think they're quite there yet. I think they'll need a, another year. They yeah. might need another year. That's what I'm thinking. Just to get to know the league. Um, I know that most of their players you know, played in the SPFL for years, but them as a yeah. club need to know the leagues, well, I th- to know everything I think, about it. So. I think it all depends who they get in. Yeah, yeah. Which it depends who it depends who they um, if they want somebody who knows League Two or if they want somebody who wants to go up through every league. Jim Duffy would be a good shout. He would actually. But yeah, said, maybe. Um, good go on, sir. Does Ray McFarland d- did he get another job? Ray McKinnon. Was that? Oh yeah, Ray, Ray McKinnon. McKinnon. Sorry. He was resigned um, on last week. He resigned last week at some point. It was funny. Yeah. He, got, he got the manager of the award. <laughs> he got the the year awards for what he did, but he's already resigned. But I, don't, I think Ray McKinnon would probably take that job. I've not seen anything to say that he's going to any of the other clubs that are currently looking for mm. managers right now, but I think that would be a perfect. Yeah. There's been, there's been rumours of him going to Dunfermline. Ray McKinnon. You've heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Before this podcast is too off the rails, let's talk about uh, breaking v Kelly, the game Mm. in general. Breaking finally down. I I was gutted. (sighs) I certainly wasn't. Yeah, Uh, I, I, I understand why some are very happy and you're probably right to be. But Brecon have the best pies in Scotland. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, good lentil soup as well, if anybody wants to do they? know. I mean, we want to do a food uh, better. The Brecon pies are the best I've ever tasted. <laughs> Me and my dad take an annual trip up. We have two pies each. I'm uh, in the hedge. We went to see them against Elgin last year. Elgin. And it was a very boring nil-nil. But it was worth it for the pies. Well, and now they're not even in the SPFL. But on the plus side, a local team to me, Kelty, have been promoted. So I guess that's good for us. But I mean, five, five teams now in the, in the SPFL. I mean, so is I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> but look at Kelty will have to get more chocolate creams. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at um, the stats for Brecon. Um, just before we start this podcast, and I've looked at this, and um, this is uh, quite a shock to me. So this is since the beginning of the 16-17 season. So this yeah. is their season when they're in a the championship. I know what's coming. Yeah, they played 121 games. If everything, if everything I'm correct, if everything I'm saying is correct, they played 121 games, 15 wins, si- 67 points. That's I in four expected, seasons. I thought, I thought it'd be single digits. <laughs> but that's, um, that's right four saying, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that three consecutive relegations? No, because no, the season they, finished. Yeah, last no, but, year, they, but they couldn't get relegated, could they? Well, they Not scrapped the playoffs. They scrapped the playoffs, play play which play. is a yeah. disgrace. But 
Yeah, because it, it's a it's a breaking someone from breaking on the board. I'm pretty sure. The chairman's head of the Lowland League board, Brecon City's one. Well, I think does he not? Yeah, they were before. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I think he resigned. Yeah, because of the getting the playoffs going ahead this year. He t- he resigned that yeah. Is it? Yeah, but um, I, 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 Aaron McIntosh, I know you'll one hundred percent remember this when Brecon got promoted. Why do you have to remind me? <laughs> I mean, well, but, um, you have to remind they, me. They, they, beat, they beat Rovers in a playoff, and I actually think that was the worst possible thing for them. Yeah, they because yeah, because yeah, I don't think they actually won a game that season, and then since then they just kept going down and down and down, and they're yeah. still and they're yet to recover nearly five years later. The championship, they only got four points. Yeah, so, and that was four draws, I think. Four draws, yeah, four points. No wins. Apparently, they did quite well. You know, they performed well in games, but still, and they kept some score lines. You know, down. I think they went to Tanadice in the, one of the first games. He's you know, only lost one 0 Yeah, it seems um, to be quite common that teams that gets relegated from the championship quite sometimes tend to get a double relegation as well. Like, did Sterling Albion not do that as well? I don't yes. remember Sterling Albion the championship. Yeah, they got they they got relegated. Like ten years ago, and they went straight down to League oh, Two yeah. or the th- or the third division. I was on then. Well, I mean, Thistle did they not get go straight down from the Prem to League One? Yeah, yeah, yeah with one season, uh, a season gap. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think back. Was was this the the worst playoff of all time from the relegated club? Because the only team I can think of is Berwick when they went uh, down. I think they lost six. Um, East Stirling got really yeah, good. Yeah, East Stirling um, as well. But Ber- the Berwick one was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I was sick on Argy- I, the, the Argy- scoreline for uh, Kelty Breakin wasn't that bad for Breakin. Was it 4-1? 3-1, yeah. yeah three one. What I, and what I heard is that they played quite well as well at Breakin. But um, um, do, are, have any of you heard any more on the Breakin red card? Yeah, well, all we yeah. don't know is apparently I uh, used a homophobic slur or something yeah. and they're going to look into it. Yeah. But I think that's good from the referee's point of view that they've stamped onto that. Well, I, mean, I think I'm assuming that's part of the football law. Yeah, you would have thought so, especially you know now mm. um, with everything that's going on in the world, you would think that they try to stamp stamp yeah, out as much as possible. That's something you get away with thirty years ago, but like especially in the like, professional game, that has to be stamped. Yeah. Oh he, yeah. What, Nineteen years old, like he he should know better. I know he's young, but he should know better than. Mm-hmm. But um. Not, he wasn't a breaking player, though, was he? It was a Rangers yeah. loanee. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but, um, no comment. But um, this isn't the first time recently that a that a game a, a low league game has been stopped for abuse. Remember, um, it's Dennis Muirboy, was it? Yes. Oh, yeah. T- yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Jonathan yeah. Tiffany. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say what he said because it, it was really apparently, horrible, actually, but, apparently yeah. he's just a fucking general. He's just a, he's from what I've heard, he, he's, he's not a good person. He's had history. Yeah, but yeah. um, oh, it's just no, no, no. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I, 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 I don't want to talk. I, I, so as long I, as David I, Cox just, gets I just, I mean, I, I'm yeah. just glad that I, I've stated, I've released him. I don't think so. I'm not well, sure. Su- I, don't I, know so, yeah. su- I know they suspended him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm glad, which in, in a way is a positive. I hope they do release him. 
and I hope Rangers or Breakin or whatever take action on that that boy as well. Even even though he's young, I don't care. Like mm. he should yeah, know not to say that. And it is good that some sort of action has been taken because I wouldn't have been surprised if the game had just been allowed to go on. Mm. Yeah. Right or no, uh, the manager with, who I think has the, the funnest name to say, Mickey Mellon, <laughs> has left. <laughs> uh, Academy coach Tam Courts is the new favourite. Um, yes. It's weird to me. He said in her statement that. Oh, when, it's so weird. He, he, he had achieved every target he was set, so they thought it was a good time to let go of him. That was that such a weird statement. That, that's that's like just St. Johnson turning around. It's no contradictory. Yeah, sorry, that's just like St. Johnson turning around saying, oh, Callum Davison's done uh, overachieved so much that we're going to let him go now. Um, I mean, I, I, can, I can see it from some club's perspective. I mean, say, say Celtic had won 10 in a row this season under Neil Lennon. I think Lennon would have been away. But, yeah. I mean, that's not the situation that Dundee United were. And, I mean, Mickey Mellon... I mean, he achieved probably what Dundee United wanted this season, which was to survive their first season back and then try and progress after that. I mean, surely it was a transitional season for them. But I, I, the way I see this, it's just another step back for them. I, j- I didn't rate M- Mickey Mellon at all. I just... Well, a lot of fans didn't rate him. Some of the football yeah. I played was dire. Oh, right, he did, okay. he did get to a Scottish semi. You yeah. can't take that away. But the football mm. I played wasn't great. I think that could be the perfect job in for John Hughes, maybe. Yep, mm. who, who he's left Ross County a lot of departures. Um, this There's been so many. I know. Yeah, um, uh, he did what he was brought to do to save Ross County from going down. Uh, took him to the final day, but he, he managed it. Uh, rumours, Dan Fairman was one, but he's not the favourite for that job. The rumour that was personally sparked Manchester was Celtic Colts, and I'm not oh. sure if it's a rumour or. But also, I mean, he did play for Celtic, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a Celtic fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the Celtic and Rangers Colt teams will be playing in the Lowland League next yes. season, um, which the whole kind of word. But hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it does make it like he'll be great at developing the players, but we're only going to be there for one season. Perhaps it's not the greatest for him. Mm. I just this gives me the fear. This just screams a cheap Peter Lowell appointment, like Ronnie Dyla all over again. It just <laughs> it's, it's putting the fear of God into me. It's just... <laughs> no, no, I completely get where you're coming from. Yep. Like no offense against John Hughes, he's a decent manager, but I think I think he'd be a good appointment for Dunfermline. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the same with Dunfermline, yeah, but I don't. I don't know if he would want to take a step down to the championship because I, mean, I know what his past experience of the championship was like. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if he, yeah. what he thought. I don't know if he thought it was yeah. going to be a breeze in the park or you know. It'd what? be an interesting project for him though. Well, I just didn't get leaving County to go to Dunfermline, especially because Roy McGregor was ready to back him with whatever he wanted for this season. Mm. And been... he's a very he's a very good chairman as well, and he backs his managers quite well. Oh, he's arguably one of the best Germans in the Premier League. Yeah. But it's, it was a w- weird one. I didn't see it coming. No, I thought he was yeah. going to sign a new I, contract. 
um, <laughs> when when he got got released. So, yeah. So okay, just to finish on uh, Ross County, the favourite according to the bookies for the job is uh, Malky Mackay, who um, <coughs> oh. Roy. So I don't think. <laughs> would that be when was his last managerial job for Malky was it the, Cardiff it was Scotland for three games yeah I don't even remember that I don't played, remember that I remember he played Holland at, um, at Aberdeen yeah it was, was it, that was Strachan's first game was it not no, no that was Estonia uh, was his first game Estonia Estonia Charlie Mulgrew scored yeah Kieran Tierney yeah. was captain for the Holland game yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, but I was at it. Trying, what was his? I think it was Wigan, maybe before oh, um, his last. Uh, his last job for Cardiff. Then. I, th- um, I think he just got sacked from Cardiff and then he went to Wigan. Yeah, was that the, um, the racial Vincent, abuse. Was that the Vincent Tan stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's without saying that he's not, he wouldn't be the most popular appointment. Well, he do well or not? Perhaps he'd, he'd do great for them, but I don't think anyone wants to see him. But in terms of no. in terms of a, in terms of a manager, if we're speaking about a manager though, he's develops players and I've... yeah, mm. and I, I remember him being quite good for Cardiff Did as well. Know. Yeah, so you kind of look much into the bookies just now because it's only been like two days and they know nothing about Scottish football, so exactly. just throw <laughs> names out the hat and odds. <laughs> well, it was Mick Bookie that I was looking at. So, oh, was it? Yeah, but and they're normally quite up to the up to standards as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Mick could fit anybody. But yeah, but that um, would be an interesting one if Alki Mackay goes there. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he would want to get back into management um, no. after you know what happened down in um, Cardiff from, and after his spell at Wigan, he wasn't the most popular down there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with fans coming back, I can just imagine some songs that might get thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, it would be, it would be mental. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'd, I'd like to, I, w- I would kind of like to see Malky Mackay mansion with Douglas Ross running the touchline and see. Just <laughs> <back and forth>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Douglas Ross is going to be on the touchline anytime. Soon. Surely not. He, he says Surely. he's planning on it. He's planning on doing. No that. way. Yeah. Get him in for the old firm. That would be a laugh. Oh, <laughs> that, that would be chaos. It depends where it is. I mean, he'd, he'd get a certain amount of love at Ibrox, and then at the other end of the spectrum. No love at Celtic Park. Well, he, ha- he has managed. He has done it. Uh, I think for the, the three two to Celtic game at Ibrox, but that was before he was. Oh, I remember that. I I, I watched. Um, I don't know if any of you watched Scott Squad on iPlayer, but he, he was on that with, um, and he admitted that um, he disallowed a Hibs goal that was blatantly onside, and um, he got <laughs> and the amount of dogs abuse he got on Twitter for it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> cheating. I know, I know, I know. He said it was the, it was the worst decision I've ever made in my life, and I was like, I'm sure you've made a lot worse that you've faced a lot worse for. But we can talk about that. Later. The public podcast have no political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for Dunfermline, uh, Peter Grant is the favourite, which. Hmm. Uh, he played uh, good football a season, but I mean, it seems like yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I've I'd seen, be very we, delighted with this appointment. Yeah, I know you, would, yeah, Aaron, I know you, I mean, would be. <laughs> but I mean, I think there were so many better options out there for them. Um, uh, yeah. And what I, I was thinking, I, I always think of Dunfermline as a team that 
should be in the Premiership, but they never make it. Yeah. And I can't see Peter Grant being that manager to take them up. I, I, this manager hasn't been mentioned at all, but I wanted them to go for Stuart Kettle, Will. That'll be a shout, yeah. He, um, I don't think he wants to leave the Highlands. He's got a decent ah, job at County. Yeah. I've, I've heard recently that um, Kettle has moved back down to Falkirk. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, that's just a rumour. Yeah, yeah but... Um, that, that might not mean he's going to Dunfermline. No, 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 no. Falkirk, but he could be going... I mean, yeah, the, other were, the other strong rumours were Craig Levine, which would have been a honking one. <laughs> I would actually love to see that. Because <laughs> he's, he actually, he's actually from the town that I'm, I'm in the moment. He, he, stays, he, he grew up in Aberdour, so it's not mm. far um, for him at all. And then um, the other one was John Kennedy. No, oh. I've seen um, like David Buick, who from Talk yeah. Scottish Football Podcast, he's been really championing championing what, what, yeah. what, what I think they should have gone for um, I don't know if you guys know about it because you're way through another side of the country but mm-hmm. um, they've got a, a partnership with uh, I don't know if it's St Pauli but it's uh, some some German people in Hamburg yeah and yeah. Um, if possible I mean can you imagine a German manager coming I mean that's, that's, what, I was, that's what I was saying I thought we'd get I mean, like, the, the last, German the last, the last time Daniel Stendhal didn't exactly go to plan. But um, <laughs> I, I think it would have been worth a punt for them from it. It would have been something different. And I, yeah. it would have been interesting to see how things like Ruth Rovers would counter that. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't think, think we'd be able to counter that. Not Ross um, to Ruth Rovers. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I personally thought it was always going to be a, a German manager that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> which I'd be we, so we say that and then we just see we just see Nagelsmann walk out of Easter uh, <laughs> Eastern Park and I'm thinking well, oh, okay you got to put Meccano with you and all that Joachim Love Joachim Love he's free in the job at the moment um, but yeah so let, let's get away from the manager front after mm-hmm. what about eight hours and go to <laughs> Motherwell announcing their departures for next mm-hmm. season uh, 23 departures. That's a lot of replacements. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I've got the squad in front of me. Uh, right, you go, you go. Very surprised for some people that want to keep on. So, so they've given a new contract to Scott Fox. Have you heard about this? I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's probably the worst. Just, and I've seen some terrible keepers. But I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I think he's not, it was okay like years ago uh, when he first broke into the scene at Thistle. But now, yeah. I mean, that's his asking for trouble, I think. But there's some good players that have been released, though. I mean, I know that Gallagher's off to Aberdeen. That's a good signing for them. That's, that's and, a good um, who's the other Campbell, one? Campbell. They already, we already knew about Campbell. They yeah, Cam- I was Campbell. going to mention Campbell, yeah. I don't I know where he's off to. Liam Polbert's off as well. I was really yep. shocked by that. Uh, yep. Chris Long's gone. I know. Uh, first team stalwart, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sherwin, I had, I had massive hopes for um, never really seemed to do it. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I've watched more about every game in the last couple of seasons, but I said or someone I thought was going to set the league alight, but never really mm-hmm. happened. What about um, um, Robert Mugabe? Uh, I think he's stayed. If I... He's stayed. I, no, I, he's I know it's not actually that's, that's his name, but yeah, generally uh, name Fol- on the list. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. Think, I, I don't remember seeing them. He must be staying. Yep, Aaron Chapman, uh, Harry Robinson, Ross McIver, and Jamie Semple. Mm. Uh, players, which 
and their loan players are gone as well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm trying to think of the logic behind it because that is a big clear out. I mean, they've got a new manager. It's obviously not the manager's team that he, that he took on, uh, that he'll have wanted. I mean, so this is obviously part of the rebuild that he wanted. But it's clear that Aberdeen, not Aberdeen, Motherwell, are willing to give Graham Alexander the resources that he wants. Mm. And I mean, if he knows what he wants, I mean, I'm quite looking for, I'm quite intrigued as to what he's going to bring in. See, this is also one of them dodgy ones that if they make a couple of bad signings and a few things go wrong, they could be looking at relegation. Yeah, yeah, they could be looking at Kilmarnock side of things. I mean, some some people predict a Motherwell to come third or fourth this season, and I think they came in the bottom half. So, I reckon it'll be yeah. another bottom half finish for them this year. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll see we'll see what they bring in. We'll see what they bring yeah, in. Alexander has proved himself, and if he gets his own squad, um, who knows where he'll take them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the last player I want to cover, uh, Devante Cole, has been offered a new deal. Yeah. That, as far as we know. Oh, I don't know they cleaned it. Great. Yep, that would be yeah. great for him to stay. <laughs> um, I, I do like him though. I think he's a good player. Uh, I yep. don't know if you'd want. I don't know if you'd want to stay with Motherwell though. That's the only thing. You might want to stay in Scotland, um, but can of see him staying at Motherwell. Hmm. Off the deal with all these departures says a lot about how highly he's rated. So. We'll see what happens with that. The last topic to cover, and we managed to stay away from it on the first episode of the football podcast. You can't really do an episode without mentioning Eddie Howe. Uh, uh, nice. on, take it away. Okay, okay. So, on, it was yesterday, yeah? It was uh, on Wednesday. Monday. Whenever Bournemouth got beat that we were starting to think about it. It was every day for the last four <laughs> weeks. Um, the Daily Record uh, broke a story that Eddie Howe is imminent. Of course, I'm not up to date with the dictionary definition of the word imminent. But, I <laughs> imminent. Uh, but uh, so TV on YouTube interviewed the uh, journalist Stuart Hodge, who yeah. gave his insights to what will to what he thinks is going to happen with Howe. Uh, he thinks it is an issue with the backroom staff, as has been reported. He uh, has been told that uh, Simon Purchase, Stephen Wellerstone, and Fergal Harkin will all be coming in in different roles. <laughs> which I don't know how they're going to split those roles between them because I'm pretty sure is it for Harkin. I think it's uh, director of football. Wellerstone that both kind of had the same role. Oh right, okay. So I'm not sure how they're going to split that. And the way uh, Hodge put it was too many cooks spoiled the broth. Which it... yeah. Um, well, I mean, Aaron, but... you've just got me excited. So I went to check Celtic's Twitter, and everyone is fuming because they put a tweet notification. Everyone's thinking it's Eddie Howe. They've they've announced a preseason friendly against Charlton Athletic. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, <laughs> I was expecting you to say it was somebody's birthday. <laughs> no, I, I know. Believe it or not, it's it's not Lubo Moravchik's birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Paul De Canio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> happy birthday, uh, Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> oh, see, every whenever they give uh, a happy birthday to Brendan Rodgers, is always a good laugh. Oh, I was fuming. I was I see, livid. <laughs> I see myself for their place. Well, I mean, I'm blocked by Celtic FC. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say it's a long story, but I don't know the story. Uh, spell the beans <laughs> on this podcast. I mean, right, please take this away. I didn't even know that was possible. 
Oh yeah, my my own football team has blocked me on Twitter. So I have to go <laughs> How have you managed? Were you one of these folks that was posting the Lennon out photos under every post? Um, I might have done something more extreme than that, but uh-huh. um, <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't really actually think I, I did. Um, I definitely had the screenshot. I never think I tweeted though. Mm. So my conspiracy theory is that. They've seen that my uh, profile picture is one of our players in pain. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Christie is, is taking offence to this. He's choked off the topic. By any chance, was this around the point where Ryan Christie deleted his Twitter account because he snapped at Livy player's leg? Uh, oh, no, I think it's October. That I got. Oh, right, because mind um, he took down his Twitter because he was getting all that abuse <laughs> after he got sent off. Yeah. And uh, it might have been around that time. I mean, um, I'm missing him, but, you know, I'm sure he had some great tweets in his drafts. But I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, enough about me and my love-hate relationship with Celtic and our Twitter admin. <laughs> uh, of course, the, the big news that really, that really got... Um, was the Bournemouth season is over. They, they balled the playoffs against Brentford. Um, I watched that for a switch to the Scottish Cup. Delightful mm. scenes. Um, I, I missed the last goal because of the cup final. I was fuming. Well, yeah. I, thought, I thought it'd be a poor game, so I was like, no, I'll go a walk and then come back for a cup final and came back and Twitter was going mental because it was the best playoff game in fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> it was. And do you know what made it even better? The fans. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that was just phenomenal. I mean, yeah, watching that. Some, some of the photos, it actually looked like it was full anyway. Yeah, and it was just switching from that to the, the, the cup final. Oh, it was so eerie. depressing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was depressing, but Eerie was like, it's, it just, it felt so off. And uh, I know it's felt off all season, but when you go from a game with, what, 10,000 fans, probably more than that. Yeah, and um, I'm about to say something that I'll probably get me, what, what is um Kerry Deal Meltdown or whatever it is. Um, I'll, I'll probably get quoted for this, but yep. that's what's actually made this season a bit more bearable for me. If 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 they were going to stop the ten in a row, at least they didn't have fans in to enjoy it with them. Yeah, but then my my counterpoint to that is, Lennon would never have survived as long as he did. He'd be gone. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that as well. But that's that just what I tell myself at two o'clock in the morning when I have Neil Lennon nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> that photo of him. Like for whatever it was after the, the Levy game interview, when he's when he's oh, baring his teeth like a wild animal. I, I was thinking when he's putting that stuff under his lips, but you know. Oh yeah, uh, snus I think or whatever it was called. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, um, look, I'm just I say this, I think I say this on behalf of every Celtic fan. Edward John Frank Howe, please save us. Please do something. <laughs> please. Oh, yeah. I need to. Um, I, I've heard. I've heard that his Wikipedia has been updated, so I need to check that for a moment. I will. I any any how Celtic uh, hot tubs or pills that you want. To have you? Um, um, there's a famous. Uh, there's a. Oh, I've been. I've been checking this person's Twitter. I'm not going to say their name because just in case. But there's this person that said. I think it was around December time that they would buy any any Rangers fan that liked their tweet. Um, oh, exactly uh, Rangers top that went unbeaten, and yeah. uh, they've actually done it. So I'm I'm checking their Twitter what every every five minutes because 
I, I want to see if he's actually bought the tops because there's about five thousand folk that liked it. Yeah. And he, and he, <laughs> he's got he's got it pinned on his account. Oh, yeah, and look to, to stop people, um, you know, to stop people hounding him and uh, uh, give him a bit of break. We will not mention uh, James Mooney's name. So. <laughs> 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 but yeah. Well in, well in. But, um, yeah, that, I can that's confirm. Well, I, I can confirm. Eddie Howe has had his Wikipedia converted back from um, the horrible sectarian language that was in the Wikipedia page. Oh, you got my hopes up so there. When you said I can confirm that Eddie Howe. <laughs> uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I, 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 I will use um, Fabrizio Romano's language next time, and it'll be here we go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that wraps it up for uh, episode two of the Public Podcast. Again, thanks for support on the uh, the last episode. Thanks for everyone that follows the Twitter. Uh, I was not expecting us to grow this quickly. No, not at all. Um. So yeah. Uh, thanks very much for that. It's been a a good, an enjoyable show. Yeah. As I expect it to always be. Next week. I think we'll be that now that's, that's uh, domestic football in Scotland over. We'll be talking more about the Euros and any and probably Eddie Howe. But for <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll probably be saying that for the next four episodes and we'll be talking about Eddie Howe's appointment. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be talking about Eddie Howe for many years to come. Well, <laughs> episode four will be a different. granddad by the time he's before we go, can I just say, welcome to Celtic Roy Keane. Aaron, you say that again, you're getting blocked. <laughs> uh, well, the good thing is he's on uh, ITV's coverage for the Euros. So uh, Aye, I, we've I, got Scott Brown to enjoy with that as well, and Joe Ledley. Yeah, Hello. which is a, a for so I guess for Scotland. Um, just yeah, one more. I've, got, I've got an interesting talking point. Is Scott Brown bringing his hair back? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Make him look good on telly. Exactly. Because like, he actually looked semi-normal. No, he's getting himself ready for Attic in Aberdeen. There <laughs> oh, we go. That's the whole reason I'm moving up to Aberdeen, just to be yeah. the same thing. For the Scotland games for the Euro 2020, we'll have a, a broadcast team of Scott Brown, Alan McCoy, Easton, Sinus. And Fletcher. Fletcher, maybe. Oh, I don't know if Fletcher's on it. but If they get James McFadden and kicking off. Oh, no, as long <laughs> as it's not him. <laughs> we're, we're destroying every relationship we've got or could have in the future. Is, is there any fan we've not insulted today? <laughs> um, Saint Marin, what what are you lot doing? <laughs> what are you playing about with? <laughs> Saint Johnson, we, we we've kind of played up to Saint Johnson today. Come back next week and we'll slaughter them. We'll slaughter Saint uh, Johnson yeah. next week. Yeah. yeah. Sean Rooney, Sean Rooney, get your ass to Celtic Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else can we slaughter before we go? I saw this intro, but asked this outro about three minutes ago. But now it's what slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Aberdeen, your accents are shite. Go Rangers are better than you, even with Fraser Aird. Mitch Meganson, you're a, a shite. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Episode two, and we've already insulted nearly an entire half of Scotland. Yeah, I'm come, back, come, back, come back next week and we'll sort of the rest of the SPFL. <laughs> I mean, no one, no one can call us to be biased. <laughs> we slaughtered everyone. I think we will get accused. Uh, come back and you'll see us on Kerry, Kerry Deal Meltdown tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We are... Uh, Genuinely though, uh, join us back for episode three at uh, some point next week or maybe later on this week where we will slaughter your favourite football team. But for now, uh, yeah, goodbye from us. Uh, cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Okay.